Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, brought to you by Roast House Pub, one of Frederick's finest craft beer and culinary destinations, where great people come to drink amazing beer. Visit them to track their taps and menu at roasthousepub.com, or download the digital pour app to track what's on tap. This is episode 107, and I'm your host, Chris Sands. So two years ago, to the day, and it actually would have been to the minute if Graham wasn't being so difficult today, we started... We, Graham and I decided that we were going to sit in a room, drink some beer, and try to get people to come in and talk to us. So, for um, no good reason, we brought our first guest back, because we don't have much to talk about. Although, I guess you have a couple things going on. We'll see where it goes. And um, so, Keith Marcoux, co-founder of Old Mother Brewing Company's here. Nick was too good to join <coughs> us. Yep, too um, good. Jake, your new... Head brewer, brewer too is good. too good to join us. Yep. Um, and so Keith was the only one willing to slum it. That's right. That's right. So first, thank you for, I, I mean, you've been on plenty of times at this point. I don't know. There's probably four, three or four. But you, you started this journey with us because not only is it our anniversary, but it's also your anniversary. It's coming up soon. Two so days. Well, Sunday. And that'll be your third anniversary. <coughs> you're one year older. Sunday is the act is the the official third anniversary date. Yep. So it, things going well. Things are going years? well. Yeah. Th- has anything changed? Yeah, we moved. Uh, we moved a little bit. Put, uh, got ourselves into a new brew house. So. And you've actually just recently you have all kinds of exciting things going on in the old mother land. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. It's uh, stressful, but it's always it's always fun to look back and think about where we were three years ago and uh where we are now it's it's kind of crazy well one thing i mean i keep telling you um your new location is way too nice for you (laughs) i know we're still trying to slum it up (laughs) um you definitely don't deserve it but it is it is a very nice i don't know what to say to that (laughs) (laughs) our customers deserve it yes our regulars and family and friends yeah 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 Everybody else deserves it except for us. So so you have the, I mean, we've talked since you moved into a new place. That's been a few months now. Um, Not you, on the podcast. Well, you and I have, you know, I think you're we, always around, but. I thought we, didn't we do an episode when you, maybe we didn't. I don't think so. I don't remember. Um, but you, um, you recently <coughs> put some beer into 12 ounce cans for the first time. Can you see that? No, you have to hold it up. They're even turned the right way. It's that. like somebody did this on purpose. We've got our uh, we've got our impressionist, our flagship hazy IPA, uh, in cans, and available to you in our tasting room. Now, why Fantastic did you go with beer. impressionist as your first? Um, I mean, we love that beer. It's uh, it's been a beer that we've nailed um, repeatedly. I mean, it's all about repeatability. Uh, some of the other beers we're still experimenting with and trying to lock in those nuances of flavor and depth and things, shelf stability that we want. Um, but the impression this has been a go-to for us for probably a year or so. It's just been a solid beer. So, Is this your most popular beer? Um, I mean, in term, I mean, I, the impression sells very well. Um, most popular beer. I guess you could say that maybe between that and the stage fright, everybody, everybody likes a stage fright. I, that uh, stage fright was my favorite until you came out with Sucker Punch. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah, that, yeah. That took over. Yeah, yeah. We've been uh, we've been we've been able to uh, 
kettle sour a bunch of uh, different beers. So that's that's like a fun process for us to do right now. So we've got the Sucker Punch series. It, it's probably going to stick around because it's, you know, kettle sour and then we can add some fruit or we can just do base base style beers. Um, but I think we've... Uh, we're trying to we're trying to nail the kettle souring process because it takes uh, for for maybe some listeners that don't know it takes anywhere from twelve hours. I've never it's never happened for in twelve hours for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you basically pitch live bacteria into the kettle um, at a certain temperature range with uh, a CO two blanket with no um, no aerobic activity, and uh, you let the beer sour and uh, bring the pH down naturally. So I think the the worst that we've done was uh like four days, but there was something there was something not right about the temperature or something like that. So that was that was an absolute nightmare. Uh, this last one went really smooth. <clears throat> um, so Nick and I and old mother and Jake and everybody we learned by doing things the wrong way a lot. So uh, well, I mean I've been doing this incorrectly for two years now. I figure, oh. <laughs> I figure any day yeah we'll but start. You can't, I mean, this is your own thing. You you can't fire yourself. It's true. I mean, there, I mean, there are plenty of people that can fire me, but I guess. I think, you, I think this. you do. I think you do a great job. You bring a lot of uh, good content to the, uh, to the industry here locally. And I mean, you've had some, you've had some big people on here. I had the guys from old mother on. Yeah. 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 It doesn't get any bigger than that. Really. Comptroller. I mean, yeah, you know what though? He was here earlier this week and didn't even bother coming in to say hi. Huh. So, uh, so he may be dead to me now. He might be having a beer with Nick. I don't know. I don't know. he was. What was he, when was he here, Graham? It was like Monday, right? Monday or two, Tuesday. He was here Tuesday. He came in, in the, the building. building. He was here, and they didn't even bother saying hi to me. Hmm. So that kind of hurts. They're all. They're. I mean. They're always on tight, uh, tight schedules, so I wouldn't take it personally. I know they've been here and didn't bother stopping in the newsroom to say <laughs> anything to people, <laughs> and, and they, those people were a little angry. Mm. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> we talked about a gentleman named Jake who was too good to come in, um, and that was that was a change you made when you moved into your new location. You you brought on a. What's his official title? Is he head brewer? He's head brewer. Head brewer. Yeah. Um, why did you say, is, was it hard for you to kind of relinquish the reins of brewing? Or So so all jokes aside, uh, Nick had something that he had to take care of with the family, and then Jake, yeah. Jake is, uh, worked very hard, so he deserved, de- deserved a bit of a weekend. He's, uh, he drove up to Maine to drink some beer and, and have a good time. Um, so Jake has been a extremely valuable asset um, in moving into the new space. Um, you know, Nick and I started Old Mother wearing all the hats. <clears throat> um, and as you grow and you get busier and uh, you get more successful, you have to start trusting people to bring into your team um, to carry some of the weight because it gets a little daunting at times. Uh, so when we knew that we were going to move. Uh, we knew that we were going to jump up into a new brew house. We wanted to bring a brewer on pretty immediately so that we could all train on the system together. We could all figure out how the heck it works because every brewing system is different. Um, so Jake started with us in May. Um, and uh, it's, it, it, I mean, it's been, it's been fantastic. Hey, someone's calling right now to uh, lower my 
interest rates for credit cards I don't have. <laughs> I is this? I, I know how you answer these. Is this? I don't know whether that's appropriate for the uncapped. <laughs> you might have to fire yourself after that. Um, so, yeah. And, uh, you know, we've had um, some people come and go. When we moved into the new space, we had to hire some new tasting room staff. Um, but it's just trying to trying to work into the new space and trying to still maintain the tight team that we have. I mean, I, I, I really, we are absolutely, I, I, I'm just blown away by the care and, and the genuine um, passion that all of our staff have for not only our beer, but just customers and everybody that comes in. Like it's, it's been really, really awesome. So his, um, I would imagine Jake has probably also brought a lot of knowledge and been able to teach you because, I mean, you guys obviously became professional brewers, but <clears throat> Jake, <laughs> yeah, air quotes, <laughs> air quotes. <laughs> I mean, Jake, Jake had been brewing for quite some time before yeah, yeah. you hired him. Yeah, Jake's had a lot of experience in the professional brewing world. Um, the only professional experience Nick and I have is what was that old mother and that's that was hardly professional um but you know what and, and nick and i we, we've always said this what what we lacked in professional knowledge we make up for with in hard enthusiasm? work and oh. with enthusiasm yeah <laughs> um <clears throat> we're not afraid to try new things and there's nothing there's nothing that that we that's put in front of us that we're afraid to to not yeah. tackle and try and try and be good at so which is it is a huge asset oh yeah and benefit to have that yep. mindset yeah but there's also um a huge benefit to someone who has seen the problem oh absolutely already has gone through absolutely the learning curve to yeah 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 first of all it would be it, it they would be cheaper mistakes yeah <laughs> um you know so in terms of a, a business operation standpoint that's great um but yeah i mean you know there, there's nothing and even even now that we're we're jumping into this territory i think the the wonderful thing that jake has brought is the you know standard operating type things and stuff like that um which we had but on on a little bit of a smaller scale yeah. so to be able to jump into these these bigger tanks and bigger brew house and have a little bit of a well have a lot of confidence in the brewer that we brought on to you know hold our hand or i don't know it, it's just it, it's been a really yeah. we're like well, a I mean, three-headed this, monster this it's gonna it's, sound sort of like a criticism but not i mean i don't i mean this in it, the nicest Chris. way possible just say it but you I and mean, you kind of went from a large homebrew system oh for sure to they're, they're a legitimate large yeah there i brew house if i had some time to think about it there there were homebrewers that used to come into world tasting room and look in our back brew house and be like oh i i have a brew house bigger than that yeah. you know i have nicer <laughs> you know? stuff than you exactly <laughs> exactly man people drop some coin yeah on but, some stuff but, but what also is a huge testament for what you did for two years i think so yeah i think so i think uh you know I mean, we've been open three years. There's been a ton of breweries, not only in Frederick County, but I mean, Maryland is, there was 50 some breweries when we opened and now there's, there's almost a hundred in the I state. Think just, well, are we just shy we, like 89 or something? Just shy of 90 and then a bunch still in planning. In three years. But then you, you, you can't even just look at Maryland mm. when even closer to us across the river in Loudoun County, there's 30 right, right there. Right. Even closer than Baltimore, there's right. another 30 breweries. Sitting yeah. There. DC 101, man. They're all about the loco ale trail. They need to start coming up to Frederick, man. 
Well, they actually <clears throat> they talk. I I texted you that one day. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Um, we they get, were talking about old mother. Frederick County gets some love, but man, I list. I've been listening to DC one hundred and one and Elliot for a long time. You should send Tyler. One of the people on uh, Elliot in the listen? morning. Yeah, I listen to Elliot morning every day. Dude, but this... Tyler was talking about how he he was disappointed because he forgot to pick up an old mother shirt. Oh. He was well. We're currently sold out, and I don't have one, Tyler. So, <laughs> so you don't get one either. <laughs> so you don't get one either. <laughs> I did have one at one point in time, but I think I think I was actually at uh, I was at the post office, and some guy was like, "Yeah, I've been meaning, but you guys are sold out of shirts," and I'm like. I, I don't even know how we got talking, and I'm like, I think I have one in my truck, and I went out, and so that was that's where my shirt went. Oh, I now I you, remember. I thought you were going to tell a story like you literally <clears throat> gave him the shirt off your back. It wasn't on that my back. It wasn't story. on my back. It was in my truck. Also kind of gross, but yeah. that would have been a better story. Yeah, maybe if I like did a little more, did some more push-ups, I'd probably take it off my back. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> walking around shirtless in yeah. the post office. Yeah, I've been working on this beer belly for about three years now, so it's <laughs> it's legit. All right, well, let's um, let's take a real quick break to uh, thank Roast House Pub for their continued support. Um, and I mean, actually, we can maybe maybe even once we're done thanking them, reminisce of the amazing beer dinner that you guys had with them. We had an awesome beer dinner, but we just did a collaboration with them. I don't know. Sweet oh, and I fluffy. do know about that. Yeah, sweet yeah. and fluffy. All right, well, so let's take a real quick break. Okay. A huge thank you to our presenting sponsor, Roast House Pub, which is located at 5700 Urbana Pike in Frederick, Maryland. If you have listened to this podcast before, you have definitely heard me go on and on about the beer dinners that Chef Nico creates. Simply put, they are amazing. But Roast House Pub has much more to offer. Their friendly staff is knowledgeable about beer and will help you choose from among the 20 beers they have on tap. In addition to the awesome beer selection, the food is always amazing. Make sure to follow them on Facebook, and check their website at www.roasthousepub.com to keep up to date on their constant stream of events. And once again, Nico and the whole crew at Roast House Pub, thank you for your support. Yeah, they're awesome. But yeah, that the beer dinner that he had with you guys was ridiculous. We had a good time. It was like each course was like a meal and a half in of itself. And then dessert was like the size of a human head. Anybody that, <laughs> that knows me well, like I have eating problems i cannot <laughs> eat a lot at one time is that the one you threw up after no oh that was the kushwal one no wasn't it? no mm-mm. i didn't i wasn't uh, able to go to the kushwal one i didn't throw up at any oh yes you ev- did yes, no you i did, did not yeah you did well, that's embarrassing <laughs> no I, I i have i have a problem eating a lot of food at one time so those portion sizes i was like it's ridiculous yeah that was you, like you definitely get your money's worth. At oh, absolutely. Pub, yeah. Uh, and the beer, beer quality dinner. is awesome. Yeah. Mom's spe- you're talking about mom's spaghetti. We, we went up against Kushwa and lost to some great guys. So, yeah. you know, how can, well, you, they were, they were how like can you champion for like six months? Oh or yeah. Now like they that. had, I think they've got their record. Kushwa was on for like, I don't know, 12, 12 beer dinners or something. <laughs> Not beer dinners. Or, uh, mom's spaghetti. spaghetti. Yeah. So, What's the next beer you're gonna put in the can? Uh, we're ta- we're we're going back and forth between a couple. We've got uh, four or five can designs floating around there now. Um, we're trying to like lock in some seasonals that people really like and miss. Um, so we're 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 gonna bring some back. Um, you should definitely anticipate Solana or Tangerine Pale Ale coming back in can form 
spring summer. My wife was a big fan of that one. It's a good beer. It's a solid beer. So the when are you gonna get your own canning line? Because right now you're con. Are you you're not mobile canning? You're contract brewing and they're canning, right? Uh, both. Oh, contract brewing and then they mobile. Yep. So so the so the goal is um, so. I think the last time we were on was when we just started contracting. Um, there was a point in time in our old tasting room where we could not keep up with the production for the tasting yeah. room. So we um, we cruised down to Pub Dog with George and his crew, and uh, they have taken care of us fantastically. A um, lot of beer knowledge there. So these cans, um, George brewed the beer with us. Or for us, and then uh, we brought in Ironheart to can there. Um, so the end game goal is to bring all the beer back in house. Now yeah. that we have the brewing capacity, um, <clears throat> so we're actually just waiting uh, for the money trees to like grow. So uh, you, you didn't you waited too long to plant. Them. I waited. We we waited too long to, to plant the money trees. Um, so that was poor planning. I know. You know, some things just. Something just don't happen like we want. So are are you and Nick still doing a lot of the brewing, or is Jake Jake taking care, taking care of most of that? Jake for you now? Jake has pretty much taken the full brunt of production. Um, we'll all st- still sit down and game plan and project um, things. Um, we'll do like we do some cellar work. We clean kegs and we do stuff. Um, we're just busy right now, like knocking some things out just to get. Once we get the operation smooth, then um, Nick and I actually plan on stepping into the back and doing some more cellar work and things like that. So <clears throat> we've been really fortunate to have like a really small tight team, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like that's a good model for us. I don't want, you know, thirty people like working when it, it's just it, it's easier for everybody to have one small cohesive unit. So. We're trying to keep it as small and efficient as we can while also realizing that sometimes or at some point in time we're going to have to bring on probably an assistant or something because um, we actually have capacity. We've got four fermenters now. We've got capacity for probably eight more over the course of our growth in the new space. Um, so for, for people who haven't been in the new space, we, um, we have 10,000 square feet uh, of the entire space. So our tasting room now in our new location is 100 square feet smaller than our entire building, including production at the old space. So we've got quite a bit of room. It was um, cozy. You can call it that. It was cozy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. It was. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, we've got we've got a lot to work out right now in the new space and work the kinks out. And we also have a lot of uh, growth potential. So we shall see where we go. When are we going to do another beer together? I don't know. You tell me, buddy. Next week? <laughs> you got to give us some time, man. Oh, got to okay. give us some time. The week after? Well, we had talked about <laughs> possibly doing a beer for uh, this uncapped. Uh, do you got, you want to talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about the festival. Why don't you uh, why don't you go ahead and spit it out? Well, if um, I, I have no idea which breweries are going to be there yet. I don't think anybody does. Yeah, <laughs> we're all still trying to work out that paperwork. So um, at, at some point, I'll know. What so maybe we shouldn't talk about it. 
Well, I mean, they're selling, we're selling tickets to it, so it's going to happen. It might it's just, just be vanished yeah. and that's it. It'll be, um, it'll, it'll be, van- no, there's a couple people on the ball. There's like three breweries that Dude, were on the ball. We're on the ball. Actually, no, there were four. I think you were listed as people who were. We've got, we've got things in work, so. No, everyone, almost everyone is in, I think, a position that they'll meet the timeline for all the approvals that are the problem is that um, nothing happens as quickly as you need it to not yet nothing <laughs> happens as quickly as you need it to and it's very difficult to move alcohol from one state to another yeah for sure so the premise of this festival <laughs> is that um uncapped in its and uh several in its fame there's no fame um and several who knows how many it'll end up being <laughs> um breweries will come down to vanish and will introduce the breweries who aren't distributed in Virginia to the to people Virginia of Loudoun County. Yeah. It's on a Friday though, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen that place though? Any day of the week? It doesn't matter. It's all, yeah, it's packed. Right. Actually it would it would be next to impossible to do anything there on a weekend. Yeah, true. Like you true. couldn't you couldn't add in extra people right. than who's already there right. on a weekend. Yeah, we got married down there which was fantastic. Um but they were they were pretty busy. But we were you know, we were fortunate enough they carved out a little chunk for us so it was like a little private yeah, little private I mean, spot for the that's evening. That's probably something I should find out from them because I don't know where it's going to be? Yeah, where on the grounds <laughs> the festival will be. But basically, it's, it's going to be in the storage be, container behind yeah. the hops barn. <laughs> there will be anywhere from four to ten Maryland breweries. Hopefully, each one with two of their best beers. Um, tickets are twenty dollars. Oh, that ain't for bad. For that twenty dollars, you get two beers and a commemorative glass designed from. Designed by Goodlow Byron. Oh, no way. Well, geez, man. I didn't know any of this. Oh. No, I want to go. <laughs> if you fill out your paperwork, you're more it's than done. welcome to It's done. We're waiting on, uh, waiting on the TTB, as usual. Uh, Larry said there was like a 13-day wait for that. Yeah. So hopefully the other breweries involved have already also submitted. Right, right. We're you know, none of that stuff is easy. I think... Uh, I think a lot of well, we don't got to go there. There's just a lot of pe- there's just a lot of wheels that need to turn, and people don't know necessarily how to how to know how to turn the wheels well. So, well, and it's a, I mean a lot of several of the breweries are very small breweries. That not I mean not very small, but like they've never had to do this before because right. they have. Oh, I'm not talking about on the brewery level. Oh, from the government level, yeah. Well, I, there's just too. just department. Oh. Yeah, I mean it's I don't know. We're kind of all. Uh, well, the problem we're is all that, creatures of. Well, it, it's so it, it's a department that probably hasn't kept up. It's super undersized. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's not staffed to <clears throat> the level that they can't the, keep up with beer. Yeah, there's because it's a net. The first the first one's a national. At the national level, that you have to send to well right? federal. Just, yeah, fe- yeah. Is so that that, the same thing. Yeah. Like an off-air Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beforehand. That was an off-air joke, yeah. yeah. Keith is dumb. Yeah, Keith. But I have no pride, so Keith, it's whatever. Keith thought that Ocelot Brewing had a Puma <laughs> as their logo. Oh, man, you called me out. <laughs>
You brought it up. Now I'm trying to remember. It was my <laughs> wife, Courtney. We were talking about something, and she's like, "You mean like this?" And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> I can't remember what it was." Listen, it happens. I get it from my mom. <laughs> Shout out, out to mom. Terry Lynn. I love you, mom. <laughs> So. No, we just both have weird ways that we use words sometimes. Oh, wrong. Yeah, and we don't we don't know some. Hey, here's the fun fact. Uh, look at 72 hours yesterday and see how our uh, amazing <clears throat> features editor spelled buried. Oh no, <laughs> is it like a berry? No, that would, that would be that would be really funny. No, he he's he put an extra R in. Oh, buried. Yeah, maybe he's country. It's possible. It's Colin. He's not country. Oh, is that Colin? Yeah. That was just a fat finger. That guy. That guy. So the we uh, were going was... somewhere. I forgot. Yeah. No. We're. we're oh yeah. Going. No. So I mean, just in ter- like yeah. Starts. At oh the, yeah. So starts at what, the federal what, level. There are like seven thousand breweries now, right? In the United States. Yeah. Mm, probably between six and seven thousand. Oh yeah, definitely. And then pretty much every brewery at. Some point your, in time, your size and up <clears throat> it is creating almost. I mean, how many different beers a month? Oh are yeah, doing? yeah, so like label approval and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, they're busy. I mean, that those the people in that office probably hate their jobs. Like just all. Day. Yeah, well, like honestly, they could make it a lot easier. We just went through label approval for this guy, and instead of man, we're talking shit about the TT. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that no one from the TTB listens on Right. So, you know, they'll like kick kick the label back. You have to change this. You change it. You send it back. Oh, we have to change this. And it's like, dude, give me the whole list and I'll change all of it at one time. Yeah. And then we'll just I'll like. fix it all. Yeah. We'll, I just promise. Do it, we'll just do it one time, not 14. So, actually, um, the did, did you happen to see what the story in 72 Hours was about? No, man. I can't read. So uh, That's true. You also are not good at animal uh, biology. That's right. I'm um, terrible at geography, so too. There's <laughs> <laughs> something about the Mason-Dix line. We're not going to go there, though. <laughs> so last weekend, um, I, I went to a friend's house, and we did a beer burial or a beer dig. I don't know what the fish The coffin? Is. Yeah. That's you all? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm I thought that was who... just a story on social media. No, I that I just went like this. <laughs> stro- scrolled on past. Oh, thanks. <laughs> That's what I do to any old mother. Because somebody, oh really? Just scroll on past, <laughs> Shelly? Do you hear that? <laughs> so we, um, we, why? Well, there's no we. One person built a coffin, and then we filled it up with beer, and then buried it. How long are you going? How long are you going to bury it for? For a year. The next year we'll dig it up. If you had read the I story. did read a comment. Somebody <laughs> was like, I hope there wasn't any IPAs in there or something like that. That was not the comment, but there was a comment about IPAs in general. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. I scrolled slowly past that one. <laughs> Just enough to pick up some keywords. Yeah. So next year, we'll dig, the, dig it up. Uh, there will be a party. Everyone will drink what was in there. Are there some, like, legit beers in there? Or, like, what, actually, what is- yeah, there are actually several. Why are you burying so, it for a year, though? Just put put it in your basement. But that's not as fun. Whose yard is it in? I'm not telling. Who dug the hole? I can't tell you. Did you did you participate in anything? I did. <laughs> Down to the manual labor. It just seems like you could put <laughs> it in a box on, underneath somebody's staircase, and it would serve the same you purpose. You could, but how fun is that? It's a lot less digging. It is, but I didn't have to dig, so it's not that big of a deal. Okay. <laughs> Touche. Touche, my friend. 
you're one of those friends that gets the gets the uh, you, you reap the you reap the uh, the rewards without the labor. I I donated beer. Okay, that works. So I did some labor. And you labor. just found somebody three. that like loves to dig holes. They're like, I got he's this. He's really he's a hole digging <laughs> enthusiast. I got it. I got it, guys. <laughs> well, it was his idea. Oh well, he should have dug I the hole. I don't think I don't think he asked for help to dig. Yeah, he should have dug the hole then. If it was his idea. Oh, I, yeah, I don't. And also, I had a five-year-old's birthday party to go to. We were playing mini golf. Okay. Who won? I, it was a bunch of five-year-olds. There's, <laughs> I, I, thought you were, I thought you played. Oh, no, I didn't play. Oh, okay. Adults weren't invited to play. <clears throat> ah. Only to watch. Um, my, my three-year-old was playing a mini golf field hockey hybrid. Wow. Where it was kind of just... <laughs> Slap just the ball yeah, just hit it around it. until you're <laughs> until you're not having fun anymore. Yeah, that yeah. Makes she sense. she got bored around hole uh, six. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, so we're oh so um yes, and w- but what made me think of it was that I didn't um I didn't know the story behind Worldwide Stout. Oh, okay. And the um wait, is that the right? Yeah, it's worldwide style. Mm-hmm. So the first year that they made it in 2001, the it had the words vim and vigor in the description of the beer. And then um, it was approved for the label. So they had a bunch of them made. And then when they released it the following year, they decided that vim and vigor implied that that it had health benefits to drink it. So the TTB denied it. So, but they had already bottled everything. Oh no! So two thousand two <clears> bottles <throat> of worldwide stout have Sharpie scribble. Uh, oh <laughs> over, my gosh! Have, have how over many top of the? How many bottles? I don't know. Holy smokes! But I so I met Sam at a conference. Sam Calagione at a conference I was at, and he has agreed to come on Uncapped. So I have notes of that's one of the things nice. I want to ask him about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got some crazy stories. But then to wrap it all the way back around, that was one of the bottles. Okay. Someone brought a 2002 bottle of Worldwide Stout, and that was So you've a, got a badass stout in a coffin, and yeah. you're going to drink it in a well, year. Well, there was 54 beers altogether. <sighs> Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Are you going to invite any breweries? Um, or brewers? Or there, there, Wait, where the, yeah, there was a brewer there, if you want to call him one. I'm kidding. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was Brian from, oh. Ad, Brian oh. from Attaboy. He's definitely a brewer. So there was a, there was an Attaboy beer in there. Oh yeah, yeah. The first uh, bottle conditioned Attaboy beer. Oh yeah, yeah. They've been messing around with some of their sour. Beers. I don't remember what I think it was. A, I don't remember what he said it was. Something good. All of his uh, his his sour funkies are. The he's tarts, only he, tarts series. Well, those are kettle sours. Oh, oh like the barrel. They've got yeah. Part. He's got a bunch of uh, actually barrel barreled sours in the back. He did that. Um, didn't he do like a blend with the with the cider? Yeah, a funk, that, funky that one, cider. That was I really good. What the name of it was though. I can't remember either. It was good though. Either way, it was Puma something. Yeah, it was yeah Ocelot something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what other. We've got some funky sours coming though. Like what? That's what actually got? been really fun. Um, so with our new space, we've got uh, how many barrels do we have now? We've got ten, nine. We've got nine barrels full. So we've got them inoculated with all kinds of different stuff. Just trying to 
Oh, and play Larry around. Pomerantz was there. So there were two oh, okay. there. Man, he's he, like a legend. He brought a um, Gonzo Imperial Porter that was brewed in Denver. Holy smokes. Did not hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Did not hold up. Oh, man. It's funny. Actually, like, no. I think the other people who were drinking and enjoyed it, I did not so much. What's uh, what's Gonzo's ABV? That's like 8, eight to 10, I forget. Yeah, it's pretty high. So, it, I mean, it's kind of like maybe right on the line. Well, it was from 19... Geez, if it no, came from no, Colorado, that was... 2006, I think. Yeah. I thought they'd been here for 17 years. Flying Dog. No, they moved here in 2008. 2007. Oh, okay. So actually, it was probably a either way. That's a long time. Yeah, it was a really old. That's a long time. I was just talking with Eric uh, from Barley and Hops the other day on the phone, and he's got some uh, some spiked sour beers from a collaboration a couple years ago. We've all got like little kitties, <laughs> you know, just like things that you know. You're always just like, I wonder what'll happen if we like put something in there and let it hang for a couple years. Yeah, I had a. Um a bottle of raging bitch that when it was in the bombers, it was a good, I don't remember that. It was the first year when it was just an anniversary beer and it wasn't going to be a regular production. It was in a 20, 20 ounce bomber and it was sold in like a cardboard tube with a little, Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, see, I, I missed, I missed the whole, um, like before, excuse me, <laughs> that bubble came out of nowhere. There's like, there's like I, I I forgot who I was talking to at one point in time, but it, there was people put uh, craft beer and Frederick like in categories. So like you got the OGs, that was know, me, like, Flying Dog, the people of the- Flying Dog and Monocacy and Brewers, and then like there was another generation where like you know Milk House and maybe all of us could be batched in, and then there's like a newer one. But I was gone <clears throat> from 2002 to 2011, so right when like Blue Ridge Frederick Brewing Company uh, and like all that was going on i was i wasn't a part of that so i nick knows nick knows all about all like that whole that whole craft beer time but i hadn't moved here yet i also wasn't drinking at that time so i, I didn't get in i didn't get into craft beer until probably 2007 that's when i started brewing and drinking beer and i probably told this story uh the first time we ever came on but my first craft beer exposure was actually flying dog oh. and it was in it was in greece Oh wow! <laughs> on a on a naval base, I was deployed down there for a little bit, and uh, it's like trying to get into craft beer. So I'm flipping over, like you know, because like at that time, the Sam at you gonna have another? You gonna have another? Yeah. Little road soda? No, this is the first one I'm having. Oh yeah, true. Even though there's only two beers left of a six pack. Do the math on that. I think, um, I mean, depending on if you want to take the hard line that Sam, Sam Adams isn't craft, which some people like. Sam it. Adams is craft beer. I know. I, it's, I don't think that they're not, but some people will argue that they're not craft beer, um, that Flying Dog would be the first. And it's definitely the first craft beer I drank in any. That's what got me in the craft beer. I definitely had like Sam Adams Oktoberfest or Lager right. before I had Flying Dog. Yeah, so like you know, we I was down there and we you cruise around the beer aisles and I'm not drinking the other stuff. So like Sam Adams, you know, you get the sampler packs. So I was looking for sampler packs. There was like Saranac, Sam Adams, like all that stuff. So I flipped over, flipped around the Flying Dog pack, which is kind of cool because they just brought back the um, 
like the old vintage back. sampler back. Yeah. yeah, that was the pack. Oh, nice. In heat, wheat, like all that stuff. So well, I f- yeah, because there were two. There was the um, they had the they had the mix pack of all the super strong stuff, and then they had the mix pack of like their core. Well, whoever distributes or whoever picks up beer for a military and then gets it to the bases. They just had the regular. <laughs> so I, I flipped the box around, and I, I will never, I, I won't forget it. It was just a small little class six on this super small Navy base. And uh, I'm flipping it around, and I'm reading it, and it's like beer brewed in Frederick Brown. And I'm like, holy shit, that's where I'm that from. Place. That's where I'm from. <laughs> so from that moment on, I had, yeah, like flying, I was like, dude, flying dog, they're like, I live there, you know? So you, so, weren't, you weren't here in 2000, when they first moved here. Nope. So when they first moved here... I don't know what laws they were operating under. Maybe Denver, like Colorado's, or <laughs> they were operating under their own laws, basically. So it, it, we it, all do a certain. We all do to a certain. It went, extent. But it it went in stages. So they first moved when they first moved here. You could go there um, and take a tour, mm-hmm. and then taste in air quotes yeah. as much beer as you wanted to. Once word on that got out, they tried to. Um, stifle a little bit by charging five dollars uh you got to keep the pint glass but you could still so you pay for a glass and it's you still get yeah free and beer. taste <laughs> you're right as much as you want to right um and then uh that did not ter- deter anyone and <laughs> right. the word got out more yeah 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 so then it was because now there's a glass that you can take home involved yeah so then it was um i think it was five dollars Got to keep the glass, and then you got six samples and air quotes, and then they would keep giving you more if you asked for more. Right, right. Um, and then I think someone let them know that none of that was legal. And, yeah. then, and, and then that's when they didn't have tours for a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you just you try and do the best you can, and then somebody smacks you on the hand, and you figure out, oh. Yeah. Nope, not allowed to do that. Just say you're sorry. Yeah. It's all good. But those were fun times. Yeah. But that in that I that is probably like 100% why I got into craft beer. Cuz someone well, one of my coworkers from here told me about I was like, ah, "I'm not that in the beer really." And we went and I tried a bunch. I drank a whole bunch of old scratch. Yeah, I yeah. liked it and then just What was that? Was that our, the Scotch ale? No, or Amber Ale. Amber Ale. Yeah. Same color. Ish. <laughs> I did like that beer. That's in the but the uh, the in heat wheat was was definitely a good uh, good wheat beer, and then uh, no so it was. Yeah. Come on, man! <laughs> in heat wheat, the old scratch wasn't like classic, uh, like the doggy style. Is that their pale ale? Yeah, but tire bite was. <sighs> I don't know whether it was called tire bite back in the day. It was like the blue, well, doggy, like the blue label. Well, there were a bunch of them were blue, <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, doggy style was around back then too. And then there they, was it wasn't there was, was there a, a stout? Ale. There was a golden ale named okay. Tire Bites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had, um, yeah, there there was Gonzo, and then there was also uh, there's another one. I don't remember what it is now. I don't know. They've they've made a bunch of beer. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, I got mad respect for those guys. So much so you steal their employees. Listen, when you put a job posting out, <laughs> things just happen. Which is where Jake is from. Jake, Jake did he did, brew uh, anywhere else too, or was it? Is that the Jake one? does have a history? Um, I think that sounds ominous. Jake, Jake does have a. <laughs> don't we all have a history? <laughs> 
No, I think he actually started uh, at Frederick Brewing Company. Okay. And then he moved on, and then when Flying Dog moved in, he came back at some point in time. Um, so he was he was in the cellar there and uh, ran their pilot system sometimes, I think, or something like that. But, yeah, either way, you got to, uh, you know, like us being only in business for three years, you, like, lean on the experience and kind of the culture that some larger, larger breweries in your area create. So, like, you know, I don't know. Is there – I mean, Trogues is pretty big in PA. Either way, Flying Dog is, like, the huge – I mean, they're they're very important for us here in Frederick County. I mean, yeah. they, they bring a lot of traffic, and you, I mean, you got to respect. I mean, they're they've largest been, in the state. So I'm thinking they've Frederick. been they've been in business for 27 years. So somehow yeah, I got yeah. 17 and 27 mixed up. But but to like have a brand like run that long and still be legitimate in today's craft like drinking world, because I mean, geez, who knows what craft beer was doing 27 years ago? I mean, I was four so hopefully i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't getting nips off my dad's bottle or something my dad didn't drink craft beer back in the day um but man just like the evolution even in three years the evolution that you have to have in your mind and it's like constant constant change to kind of like keep up with whatever without selling yourself out and not doing the things that you generally genuinely want to do because then you're working yeah you know so we try we try and mix it up we try you know you got to got to pay the bills you got to do got to do what you got to do um while still maintaining the you know the meat and potatoes of what you of what you want to build when it's a you can also sometimes tell how long a brewery's been around by the the beers they're making now so well like your i mean fine dogs release some but like heavy seas and um union and monocacy haven't fully embraced like the hazy IPA. Everybody, yeah, but like, they make you know, some. But yeah, it's not to yeah. the point. Like, Everybody's got different business models. Newer too. breweries. Yeah, although you don't. I mean, you've done some, but you don't. What live off of them? Like New England's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they're 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 a popular selling beer right now, and you know, IPAs they're delicious and they're fun to brew. There's hundreds of different hop varieties and combinations. I mean, infinite things you can do with beer. Um, so yeah, try and carve your try and carve your path out in in the crazy New England market that there is today. I mean, you I, we've all been drinking New Englands for I don't know two years, two three years maybe. Once you once you can tell when a brewery gets up on the plane, like there's like a taste bubble where they're all pretty similar in, in quality. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, once everybody starts using Galaxy and Vic Secret and you know some of the other sexy hops. You know, they all they all start to kind of blend together. So then that's when brand marketing and culture kicks in and, you know, whatever else. But but you guys more, I think, kind of scattershot, I would say. like So that's actually, that's I mean, that's, that's uh, what are we like? We're like a shotgun? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buckshot. <laughs> we, I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't drink one style of beer. I enjoy all styles of beer. And I will actually I will say that probably my least favorite style of beer would be like a say like Belgian saisons and stuff like that. Yeah. But if they're done well, 
I can appreciate. Like the reason I, I, I don't know, maybe I don't like drinking saisons because I've we've I've never really been able to brew like a good one. But now that we have temperature control and you know temperature in a Belgian beer, fermentation temperatures and all those sorts of things, those are it's very important. So now that we can harness all that. Now it's become fun. Jake is really good at brewing Belgian beer. He loves drinking Belgian beer. He's had a lot of, so he's got the palate for it. So, which actually we've got a really nice quad coming out here pretty soon. I would love to care. <coughs> I don't like Belgian you don't think he was drinking Belgian no. beers either. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's. I mean, man, it it's just one of those those categories that you either well, not that you have it or you don't. It's I just. It's not a style I gravitate towards. Yeah. But I, I could go. Like you, I can appreciate when it's done well and it's a quality one. But I'm like not Ali, going, he, I, I will never go into a bar, brewery, restaurant and order. And pick a Belgian yeah. beer unless you're going to like Attaboy. No, I won't pick one there either. Dude. So when Brian and Carly first opened and they still had their Patters beer. Yeah, like, it's good. Oh, my. I'm I will drink the shit it. out of that beer. No. Yeah, but do you know, is it actually to that style? Yeah. Are you sure? Have you had other well, ones? No. Well, no. But so, I like their Patters beer. Yeah. So, so, when, so, so when, to what he, you're saying, I, yeah, had, like but, I don't drink a bunch of Belgian yeah. beer, but when, like I, I enjoy, like I really, really, really enjoy. No, when, when that, the first time we had Attaboy on, shortly after they opened, they had just brewed that beer and he brought it and he said he had no idea. <laughs> If it was, if it is was, this, actually... is this two style? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. That's like he, the, when we brewed when we brewed the uh, the Hellas for the first time. You know, they're like they tend to be a little more on the the malt character side, but still really light. Like not in the sweet amber like yeah. like Bach. Um, yeah, that, that's funny. Brian so, would say that too. So it was, and it wasn't even a question. He even just said he's like. Is it the style? I have no idea. I've never yeah. tasted one before, but this is my take on it. They're awesome. Yeah, they're they're. Brian, and yes, that Brian's is a good hilarious. beer. But I also, I mean, there there's so many other styles that I like much that more. That he brews. That, yeah, that yeah, yeah, he yeah. Brews or anyone brews. That, yeah. Like when I'm there, like he does a great job on hazy juicy. IPAs, yeah, for sure. So Definitely. If he has one on tap. That's what I get. Yeah. 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 And I also really like the tarts series. So the, like those are what I'll, when's the last time you were over there? <clears throat> uh, last week when I guess bartended, didn't he, they just released uh Creek life. Did they Vic secret? Yeah, it was, uh, <sighs> I haven't had it yet. That's dude. Vic secret. No, I didn't that's have awesome. it there, but I had it at the beer burial. It was really good. Oh, uh, Hmm. Yeah, you could have had some secret beer if you would have invited somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I was not in charge of. No, it's all good, man. List. It's all good. They don't. They're the people <clears throat> through it aren't very big fans of Old Mother. They don't like you guys. Oh. Well, you know, to each their own. It's not true. They're completely entitled. <laughs> it's we've all. I mean, it's you know, there's there's a bunch of love in the uh, in the Frederick scene. But it, you know, it's completely normal for. I mean, customers got. I mean, their, I'm got sure their there spots. are people that hate you. Oh yeah. Um, but like, I, I honestly have never Speaking heard anyone of which, say I don't like old. Mother. We absolutely 100% have to do the. Oh, we're we the are de- yeah, we're definitely going to. I think I um, wanted to make it down to the Waverly event. I bet you that was epic. It was hilarious. We've and just so much fun. I think everybody in the area, we've got some really, really good ones. Yeah, and it. Um, <clears throat> 
So the best ones were people who didn't focus on untapped that went for Yelp or um, bad reviews are everywhere. Yeah. But the people uh, like untapped reviews, the, 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 those reviewers are lazy. Right. Right. You go, it's to, just like three words. Yeah. 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 You, when you but, get six paragraphs, yeah, yes. that's legit. When you go to, <laughs> when you go to TripAdvisor yeah. or to Yelp, or any of those places where people are typically <coughs> reviewing food. Our, our bad one is either on, it's on Rate Beer or uh, is there, is like Rate Beer and is there another big one, Beer Reviewer or something like that? There's a few beer ones. Is it ones. sad that we really don't give a shit? <laughs> it's no, because, well, I so, used to, we used to, I used to lose sleep over it. But so I'll, everybody, I'll, people going to hate. It's all good. I'll, re, I'll probably next week release the audio from, because we recorded the whole thing. Um, and, <laughs> That, that was that's got to be hilarious. It's great, yeah. Um, especially because so many of the brewers or brewery owners that were there are also great storytellers. Yeah. So they read them very like, yeah, 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 entertainingly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but what I was gonna say is that actually I don't remember what I was gonna say. Oh, I think <laughs> every I think every brewery in Frederick would want to host that. Yeah. So you have to put us all in a, ba- a basket and like pick one at random. Yeah, man, that's what I, cause, um, or we could figure out a way to like jump around. I don't know. But that, I mean, we would all have a great time with that. I think we need to just figure out where the um, most space, is. like, like pick the places that have the most space and then pull it from a hat. Okay. Or something. I don't know. But I figure like in January or February, we'll have That'd it. be a nice inside, yeah, inside event. Yeah, that'd be fun. Plus, it's it's kind of dead then. There's, you don't, uh, you guys aren't people quite work a, people working actually, out, trying not it, to drink beer. We can make a, it a February event. Oh, that'd be a good one. Maybe we could get Elliot and uh, DC one one up. Tyler, I don't know. Uncap's probably a little bit bigger than Elliot in the morning. Now. You think so? <laughs> you know, I could. I, I I don't know. I mean, you come around Frederick, so I could see that. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh man, <clears throat> um, but yeah, the um, so oh, I know what I was saying. So the people in who write Yelp reviews and on those sites that they they have fine tuned their vitriol, but they commit so, so much yeah, time. Yes, like in their their paragraphs. It's crazy. Like, it's absolutely crazy. The, the what you have to look up on TripAdvisor. Let me tell you about my boy. dinner experience at this place because I have an hour but, to do this. Yeah. But one of the uh, <clears throat> Carly had brought it up, and if you go on TripAdvisor and read one of the I know Attaboy I know the ones, review that she's talking about. It's hilarious. He, he reviewed our spot, Attaboy. Uh, oh and, yeah, uh, they liked the. Didn't they like Old Mother though? They had more positive things to say yeah. than Attaboy, but gave, still very much. I also love them because they, um, which doesn't make any they sense. They gave Brewers Alley three stars because. Um, they couldn't find parking oh. and they, they didn't even go. Well, there. God glad we weren't in the new space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they didn't, look. I didn't even go in. There's yeah. nowhere to park. Except, Welcome to downtown. Except, like, I don't know what to except tell you for the humongous parking garage. Right. Right. Behind. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. Yeah. Cause they said they drove around the block, couldn't find anywhere to park. And they must've been the heat. They must've missed the huge parking yeah. sign, the parking garage. That's hilarious. But yes, we, we will 100%. <clears throat> oh man. That'd be epic. Have one of those. Yeah. That'd be cool. Because it, it was it was a hilarious night. It was fun. So what do you uh, what do you got in the in the works for uh, year three? Uh, probably stop. It's called quits. You're not gonna stop. Um, 
go out. So this is your bottom. 107th episode. Yes. You've been doing it for two years. Yes. No one has told when me you to first... stop yet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool, right? <laughs> yeah. You're still getting paid. I mean, that's what we offer it <clears throat> for a while. We just kept doing it because no kept one told it, us to right? stop right? or not to. Yeah. Well, I mean, this this room hasn't changed a bit. Well, if you go Can back you... and watch the original horrible episode, I was extremely bad at this. Now I'm just like moderately bad. Um, we were sitting in the opposite direction. The cameras and everything were to our right. We were over here, but this was still here. Yeah, that was still there, but we, we were oriented in the other oh, direction. Oh, that's right. You were Graham was over here yeah. with all this. Okay, and now you were I remember. In that corner, looking grumpy. I don't remember that. I thought I was always <laughs> over here. Maybe I don't. You were whatever corner you were in. You looked grumpy. I don't look grumpy. No, you did. Telling me I have RBF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have RBF. Man. <laughs> I got smiles all the time. Smiles for days. <laughs> my, my wife sent me a picture of a um, coffee cup that's that just says on it, the only thing resting is my bitch face. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Beth definitely does not have RBF. No. She's a little it's angel. A fu- funny, funny coffee cup. I'm glad your little girls look like her. Oh, they definitely lucked out there. <laughs> they would be ugly if they looked like me. That's That's funny. So, yeah, year three. Um, well, we have a festival coming up. Like maybe you should paint, put some pictures up. Well, this isn't just for Uncapped, though. Hmm. And they already get real sensitive about, like, if you notice, there's typically a bunch of beer glasses and stuff sitting up there. They but don't like that stuff up there. No, because they get all worked up because they'll have, like, some kind of <coughs> high school kids in here that they're interviewing or something. and Can't be promoting that. that. Yeah. Can't be promoting that. If if I had my own studio, yeah, I would have so crap all over the place. Got to start thinking about it. it. I have, but there aren't any uh, available rooms for me to just come. Don't you have a house? I do have a house. Yes, <laughs> that would be really weird. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> oh, where are you, where do you record? It's in my. It's basement. in my basement. <laughs> Don't worry, it's on the up and up. Set all the creepy guys that run <laughs> yeah. podcasts out of their basement. It's in my basement. Lots of light though. Oh, that was another another great photo someone sent me. John Burroughs from uh, Barley and Hops mm-hmm. sent me a picture that just said, having a podcast is this generation's lower back tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> He's an animal. He's an animal. Um, I want to have more events. I want to do more yeah. uncapped. Because you can only things. have people come on here and talk about nothing of substance for so long. Yeah. Well, no, there are, I mean, there are new breweries opening all the time and, and I haven't even dented the number in Maryland, let alone. But everybody, well, not, a, not everybody's got the same answers. No, they don't. We've I done think. like, so like we've done, we did a, we did a Maryland brewery tour, tour. Like they, they come in, like they do four breweries since yeah. and we were one of them. I like if if you've seen one brewery, haven't you seen them all? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Know. I, but I guess people are like. I mean, people like going to to new yeah. spots. But I mean, I don't care at all to tour breweries right, anymore. Right. Um, so we're. But I like to meet the people who are behind them because I don't think you all have the same answers or same stories. Yeah, we. Don't, I mean, we all we There's all certainly have history and like depending on what the what the content of the tour is. Yeah. So maybe I'll ask. Maybe I'll ask the group. We're we're trying to come up with a little something different because, you know, you, you go to one brewery and they talk about the brewing process. This is where we brew. This is our fermenter. This is, you know, yada, yada, yada. It's all the same. Yeah. 
what would tour people like to like to hear in a tour? You well, know? I mean, I think it's because it's still such a small segment of the market. A lot of the people yeah. that you're giving tours to quite possibly don't know anything about brewing. True. So it's probably like, but like in terms of like Maryland brewery tours, they go to four. They go to four oh, breweries. Yeah, yeah. So like you well, hear it, you also hear how you differentiate yourself from <clears throat> the other three yeah. people. That yeah, because like to. you know tour tour number four, they're like, well, we already heard that from the other people. So yeah. like we already know. So like you know you go <laughs> you go tour Flying Dog and they have like badass tours. Yeah. And then you come to Old Mother, and they're like, wait a second, their tanks are like twenty times bigger. Yeah. Well, like I you know. I personally don't see the point of touring a brewery smaller than like Flying Dog. <laughs> well, thanks, Chris. Thanks. Well, but no, like I see the point of going to your brewery, yeah, 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 and tasting the beer people there and yeah. tasting the yeah. beer. Yeah. But like, and it's you walk into a room, <clears> it's all right there. I mean the the but tour I mean, the I tour guess. group had a great time, but yeah, like I, I like I I kind of I support what you're saying. I don't feel like there's enough substance for like a smaller brewery to like yeah. do something, but you know, it's like, but like I said though, a lot of those people though, quite possibly have never been to a brewery right. before. So like seeing it on a large scale and a small scale yeah. is super cool. Yeah. And just, they, they have no idea what that system does. Right. And it's tough to, th- you have to th- like, you have to think like a consumer all the time. Yeah. Cause Instead like, you know, in the, in, in not even just a consumer, but, a cons- like a normal consumer, yeah, not a consumer like me, right? Or we're not, like the- yeah, we, yeah, we live in a, we live in a, we live in a little craft beer world, so like we're on, yeah, you have to. Be it's able a to different. Look, it's look a different side. Of yeah, that yeah, hemisphere. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And you, I think, even though- which is weird because you're like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, and then you're like, wait a second, yeah. <laughs> I live and breathe craft beer so this is it's a different it's a different thing and to the average person too i would think there's some even though like touring flying dog first it may be more impressive because of its scale right and everything right and they have when, awesome tour guides but when they're there it is just a tour guide it's someone who just works in the tasting room when they come to you you're the owner well true but i didn't give the tour so oh well then <laughs> never mind <laughs> That's all. Yeah, I mean that's that's the blessing and the curse too from being in a new space. Fortunately, fortunately, Nick and I have been able to step out from behind the bar, and because we have such great staff, you know, they've been able to, you know, to keep the boat to keep the boat floating. All right. So I guess on those tours, you have nothing to offer then. Son <laughs> of a bitch. That's the answer I was looking for. You may as well just no. stop doing them. No, I mean you know it's just one of those things that you you know we think about every facet of what we offer our customers. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to offer just, just some like status quo type thing, you know, make it personal, make it, make it our own. So I was just, I don't know. I don't even know why we started this conversation. Um, We're just spitballing here. Yeah. I don't, yeah. There was pretty much no agenda. I just, no agenda. The two year anniversary of it, and you were our first guest. I like and coming on here like, and shooting the shit sometimes, um, talking shop. It just made sense. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> yeah, right. So I guess you guys are a shoe in for this episode. Uh, yeah. So uh, you get look. You look forward to a year from now hearing Keith and I ramble. Right. <laughs> Again. Right. Uh, no, you were asking what I planned on doing. Oh yeah, yeah, said, yeah. Um, yeah. 
so I, I would, I would like to have more uncapped events. Hopefully, I mean, the Vanish one will be successful. It'll be awesome. It'll be amazing. Yeah. But I would do more things like that and hosting more things like, um, even smaller events. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Reading of the bad reviews. That'll be cool. Um, and then as long as you're having fun, you always try and we just try and change thing, change things up. And then someday maybe I'll do another collaboration beer with Old Mother. Maybe. Um, maybe that's a strong maybe. <laughs> hard. <laughs> that's possible. hard. Maybe. <laughs> um, but that's about it. And then keep doing it until someone tells me to stop. Because you know this is this is not your full time job. Some no, people, some not. people may think this is your full time job. It's not. Is, this is this is an hour long side hustle from a very busy schedule that you have. It's a it's a fine juggling act between yeah. the podcast, the magazine, and my real job. Right, right. But you have passion for for all things craft beer. So I do. Well, all things craft industry now. Yeah. Even. Have you been Have you been dabbling in the uh, in the wine? Uh, just old West. Just a little well, bit. Well, we had low on to just talk about wine in general. Because um, the very, very... Then I had Old Westminster on. The very first time, you didn't drink whiskey or anything like that, and you've had all the you've had all the distilleries on. Not all. Well, all well, Frederick I, ones, yeah, yeah, and I've had several. So you started ones. to dabble in that a little bit, and yeah. I actually hosted with you the uh, the 10th Ward yes. peeps, which was great. Last week, we learned about shochu. Oh, yeah, that's right. Have you I had s- that? I have not had it. You should go to uh, everyone, Lazy Fish? actually. No one. Why would you go to Lazy Fist when you could go to Roast House Pub and try oh, I some shochu? Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you. Okay. Yep. So you should go to Roast House Pub and try a cocktail made with Or just do a shot of it because it's actually really good. Yeah. I thought it was soju. No. It, if you knew how to read, it's shochu. Well, do you know what soju is? No. It's Korean moonshine. Oh, so it's that it's a variant of that. He said it's very similar, but it's legit. Yeah, but I mean that's not just moonshine. It's uh, like the Korean version of shochu. Oh, okay. Every every country has their own their own moonshine, which is interesting. And speaking of spirits, we're gonna try some. Oh, I was wondering what the communion cups were. Yeah. <laughs> There ain't there ain't no grape juice in these boys. <laughs> have you t- have I have I given you any of this yet? I don't know what it is. Oh, the, is this uh, the, the McClintock uh, I made with McClintock? No, I'm right, looking so forward to trying it. Unless actually, no, we haven't said. Do you have anything else coming up you want to talk about? Uh so for the first Exciting time this year, things. we'll be at uh, Baltimore Craft Beer Festival. That's coming up next weekend, November third. Yeah, third, and then. Um, Another crazy, exciting thing that just happened two weeks ago, um, uh, Backup Beverage uh, brought us on. So we're looking forward to working with Bruce and Chris and their team um, to start distributing uh, throughout Maryland. So that's been... How did you decide to go with Backup? Did you like interview different distributors? Yeah, yeah. So what's that process? <clears throat> so like? we, we sat down with some distributors and then um, we asked, uh, we even, you know, because through self-distribution, we probably had... 25 to 30 local relationships uh, with people and uh, the transition to make it as smooth as possible. You know, you just try and ask and get feedback like, hey, have you guys ever worked with backup? Like, how are they? And we heard no bad I was, things I was just about them say, at all. I say everyone I've ever talked to that brought up backup loves them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably 
they're the two the two top things um, that that made a good working relationship for us were they're completely they they sell complete yeah like all independent craft. yeah which is awesome um, I don't know I, I don't know maybe maybe if you've got a guy slinging uh, slinging Miller or something besides whatever but I mean th- you know that middle that that model works for some other people but we don't have we will never have the distribution model so large that we're pushing a ton of volume through distribution we you know we've got a kick-ass retail spot downtown yeah. and that's you know that's going to be the bread and butter um but just to keep beer fresh and keep keep new customers and stuff coming in um they actually just did a uh a tap not a complete tap takeover because max's has a thousand how many taps do they have <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous so uh they debuted us last night down in baltimore which is awesome at max's um so it it, it was just you know we did sat you down to that no i didn't oh. i didn't couldn't make it um yeah with a little more notice we we probably would have made up a swing some things but i'm wrapping up school and uh doing some other stuff so it, our schedules are tight that's cool um, though to get five five tap lines at maxes yeah that's yeah it was pretty cool um so i ho- i hope the the event uh went well last night we promoted it for sure um but the, you know those guys we sat down with chris and bruce uh, a few times and um the the longer the longer you're like in business you know you shake hands and meet a lot of people and you just have you always have gut feelings yeah so it's like there's everything in business i mean you certainly have to check your check your p's and q's and make sure everything is good but like the initial gut feeling most times i'm th- i'm trying to think back of like everything that that has happened like business wise most times that gut feeling is 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 the is the is the ticket yeah um <clears throat> so from the get-go i actually met chris and bruce and uh, those guys in our old space before we even moved and they're like once you guys are ready for distribution let's sit down and have a chat and um yeah we chatted over a beer and uh it, it just it just seemed like it was going to be a good fit so these first two weeks have been awesome there's actually a lot that they've taught us and things that uh we've realized right away to straighten up so it's going to be awesome it's going to be a good fit yeah because they have um you only know what you've done right and yeah and from talking yeah they bring yeah they bring they bring decades of distribution experience yeah so like that right there with a lot of breweries oh yeah problems that a lot of breweries have you know you have your personal experience they have a much larger sampling size yep yeah so it's i mean it's it's a win-win for everybody i mean it's you know I feel like uh, we were doing um, a good job, like growing our brand and building like a, a local family, and uh, certainly with that comes selling our beer, you know. So it helps them, but then their distribution and their knowledge and their uh, networking and resources is like it's it's just it's a we're just gonna keep chunking away and hacking. So are you all through all, Maryland now? So they they like distribute they distribute the entire state. Um, I'm not sure whether they've quite crossed the bridge over to the eastern shore yet. Okay. Um, I think, you know, maybe there's like some some growth potential. They're just kind of like maybe waiting for some things. I don't know. But either way, they've got like they've they've got a ton of accounts and a, and a ton of uh, of of networking that we don't have or that we haven't. It would take us years and years yeah. and years. So. It's uh, like I said, it's a win-win for all of us. So we're super happy to have backup uh, carry us. Um, we're looking forward to years of of good relationships and 
getting our beer out to patrons who haven't quite made it to Frederick yet. We want to give them a reason to come to Frederick and enjoy everybody's everybody's beer. People, it is the East Coast uh, craft beer capital. Is that it, has that happened in a news article? I mean, it, besides like the ones that we all see, Frederick and yada yada yada. But it's a thing. I think it's, it's a, a thing. Real thing. I think it's a thing. Um, we're all noise. we're all we're all just humble. We just keep we just keep <laughs> we just keep cranking away and brewing. And then uh, I don't know. Maybe in a couple of years we can actually look back and be like, "Wait a second, I we lo- really did build a legitimate craft beer scene in Frederick." One of my favorite things, though, is the reactions I get whenever someone brings up uh, Asheville, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's like the Frederick of North Carolina." I ha- oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've never been to Asheville. Neither have I. I got to make it down. I, why would I need to leave? Make it down there. for a long it's weekend. Like a second rate. It's Frederick. partially true. It's partially true. You know, when we go on, I'm sure it's the same for you. When you go on vacation, you try not to make it a crazy, like, all beer. But it's hard to stay away. I mean, you yeah. you know, you, you have to check out what other people are doing. and At least make a couple stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So pass me over that What's, that communion cup. So this is the hopped whiskey. I want to thank you for being Oh, man, are we cheers? Yes. Oh, look. Cheers. From the Ching. Edmund. From being the beginning, here, be, being here from the beginning, yeah, man, the first day. Well, this, uh, yeah, this represents a lot of hard work on both of our parts. So, congrats happy on your anniversary uh, to you. Happy anniversary to you. <laughs> Do you want to cross arms and? No, I'm just yeah, kidding. That would be, We're not doing that. Would that would be slightly maybe afterwards when the cameras are off. Okay, sounds good. Cheers, cheers, buddy. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening.